You're listening to The Big Show with George Russick and Matty Rose on Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Hour number three. It's The Big Show, Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960, The Fan, live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio. Um, we got a concert announcement uh, to do for you. Uh, the Stampede's a big deal in the city, if you didn't know. I've heard that. Yeah. I've um, planned my summer around it this year because I had a FOMO last year. Yeah. Um, we have an exciting uh, announcement. What's that? Uh, on uh, Thursday, July 11th. Do we July need a drum, 11th. Roll? drum roll? Drum roll, Something please, like that? GVP. Uh, Thursday, July 11th at the Scotiabank Saddledome 2024, right for Stampede. Uh, Motley Crew will be playing. Um, Flamestock will have uh, five pairs of tickets um, to give away uh, all the time uh, next week. <laughs> all the time. No, not all the time. <laughs> From now <laughs> until <laughs> forever. <laughs> um, yeah. What's what's BTBO tickets? No, that's not. Beat the box office. To beat the box office. Yeah. Because okay, the tickets go on sale on the 8th. Yeah. Why can't they just write beat the box office? I don't know. They're in a rush, obviously. It's Clearly. Very important. When did this email get sent to me? Yeah. I don't know. Um, so, uh, There's yeah, a Friday email rush. flames talk. will have tickets, uh, for you next week uh, to give away no. Monday to Friday No, or starting no. today, Tuesday. So the big show, uh, <laughs> is announcing Motley Crue July, 2024 yeah. at the Scotiabank saddle dome. We got this that. week. Flames talk has five pairs of beat the box office tickets yes. to give away. That means every day this afternoon, Patty is going to be giving away a pair okay. of tickets. Now, those are beat the box office because the pre-sale dates... Tuesday. Tuesday, December the... Te- Tuesday, December whatever that 10th. day is. They don't have 10th. it in no, here. No, it's December 5th at 10 a.m. They just didn't have the date. They don't have the day in here. Oh. The pre-sale date, Tuesday, December 5th at 10 a.m. It goes until Thursday, December 7th the pre-sale. at 11.59 you do need a code for the pre-sale. If you're going to buy your tickets tomorrow, you need a code for the pre-sale. The code right. is CRUCS. C-R-U-E-C-S. Ah, like Calgary Stampede. Crew, All right. Calgary Stampede. Smooth as chunky peanut butter, that announcement. Public on sale is this Friday at 10 o'clock. So just tune in to Flamestock, your chance to win Molly Crew tickets. Did you learn every, anything there? I, I stopped listening. I've been to Molly okay, Crew twice. Do you want to throw up a, t- and, uh, a tweet? Uh, and... Um, the drummer sits in the circle. And Tommy, he just, Tommy Lee. He just goes around. Yeah. Yeah. And around and they around. They were here during the cup run in 04. Was that, did you go during that time? No. I okay. only went, excuse me. <clears throat> yeah, when, right. when, uh, um, you know, Precision's got the suite. You go sit there and hang out and have a good time. And of course. You sit there and just walk around and like have your own bathroom and, you know, and just make it easy on yourself. You know uh, what I mean? That is well, the I voice. When I was in maximum luxury and that was it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that is the voice of our uh, Big Show Flames analyst, Calgary sporting legend, Mr. Brent Cron, brought to you by our good friends at All Kind Door, Door Services Limited, your one-stop shop when it comes to fixing doors at your building, your office, or your home. Anything that swings, slides, or rolls, call All Kind Door Services for all your door repair needs. The freshly shorn Brent Cron, uh, clean-shaven, sort of. Sort of, kind of. This face has not seen nor felt a razor in, yep. in quite some time, but uh, I do have a trimmer, and when it gets a little lengthy, I have a bad cowlick in my beard, too. It was getting to the point where I'm, I'm, I'm using my hand gestures on the radio, so I understand mm. nobody knows what I'm doing here, Yeah. but basically from the left side of my face, it'll grow down and under my chin and then grow out to the right, mm. and then mm. from the right side, it'll grow straight and out to the right, so 
if I let it go any longer, right. it's, I look ridiculous. And I grew up very poor, thin, wispy mustache, too. And it was just getting long and crawling over my lips. And so this morning, I charged up the old trimmer. Mm. or sorry, The, the old before. Remington? Yeah, the old Remington. Yep. You know, I did put a lot of, lot of juice in that bad boy because yeah. I needed to run probably I'm uh, two batteries through this thing. I'm imagining a, a pull cord to get yeah. it started. <laughs> yeah, it, it was a, it's a gas job <laughs> yeah. trimmer. Yep. Yeah, and uh, I got right through it, and then... Um, I took several pictures of myself with what I would look like with a goatee. Oh, how was that? Or, or, uh, or what did you I leave like. the mustache? I did. Flavor saver. I, I did. Yeah. And then I shaved off the bottom part and left the old, you know, uh, the buc- old Buccaneers uh, logo with the with the mustache and the little triangle oh. underneath. But did you bite a sword while you did that? I had a. I had a. Uh, a what is it called? A. I don't even want to say it. A, a, a rapier or whatever, whatever. Yeah, a rapier. A rapier. Yeah, there we go. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, I let's maybe I, not pronounce e on the end. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, That's a tough one. I, that is a very oh, tough. I was a risk. I, I took a risk there. Yeah. Um, and you know what? I actually, it, it actually sits in my umbrella holder by my door in case anybody comes to the door. And oh. I need to fend anybody off. Oh. Uh, usually I grab my umbrella, but sometimes I grab my sword. So, you know, I have I was told if you're going to leave something, don't leave it at the door because then the intruder will just grab it on their way in. Right. That, and that's fair. Right? So I leave it by the bed. Ah, I see. I have, I, an, see. You... I have an old putter that has like a nasty hook to it that oh. I, uh, sits by the bed. Did you get American Idol's Randy Jackson to sign it? <laughs> Hey, you meet Randy Jackson, yeah, you know and all you that got is a sword. A yeah, that he man's is. getting yeah. in everywhere. Speaking of electric trimmer, um, one time driving to work at the old place, stuck in traffic in Mississauga, I literally saw, I looked over, it was a nice sunny morning, it was like 8 a.m., I looked over and I saw a dude trimming his beard in his <laughs> car. Wow. Oh, using yeah. an electric, electric shaver. Really? Yeah. That's something out of a movie. No yeah. kidding. It's like he did How cu- gross is that? Did he have a cup of coffee and a dart Ooh. in his hand and a dart He's, in his mouth? He was just looking in his eh. rearview mirror, just shaving away <laughs> his face. I don't think that's the grossest thing in the world with an electric shaver. Like, what? In your car? Where all the little hairs go all over the place? He's got a little vacuum in You see the majority of people's vehicles? They're vile. Yeah, it's true. It's gross. And I've seen many people reading a book. In a car too. That sounds safe. If you're in traffic, it's illegal I understand too. that. <laughs> Just open, crack hey, open a book. If you're in, <laughs> in stop and go, yeah. dude, my vehicle will not let me rear-end anybody. Mm. Why not? It drives itself. It, it breaks. <laughs> it stops. It's jarring. What it's, do you drive? It's great. It's, uh, I'm, I, uh, <laughs> they're not paying for it, so yeah. Oh, okay. It is a rent. It is a uh, lease. It's a so lease. Oh. Just watch out. Yeah, it's a lease. <laughs> um, yeah, I have a I have a very old truck. That I could hit everything I want. He's going to run you driving. over. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> rubbing is racing. You want somebody, somebody smoked my rear end of my truck, and I'm like, uh, this is years ago, and I got a note from a police officer saying, hey, give me a call. We saw this guy hit your hit your vehicle. I'm like, nah. <laughs> nah. It's fine. I'm Whatever. Good. Carry that's on. Okay. It's fine. <laughs> um, Ooh, that seems like a lot of phone calls. And <laughs> yeah, so it up and I got of, started with the process. A lot of paperwork. Like, you know what? It's not that big of a deal, That's really. like me whenever I start doing my taxes. Yeah. I just nah, it's not worth it. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna do uh, the original Spider-Man with you. Uh, with great power comes great responsibility. Yes. Yeah. Uncle At 8:45, uh, we're giving away day one of our 12 days of Christmas, our on-air advent calendar from our good friends at Wild Rose Brewery. Uh, we've been asking the text line 960-960, What's the one thing that Canucks will learn about Nikita Zadorov that they don't already know? Uh-huh. So you're gonna pick the winner. Okay, good. Based on the clever text messages we get it. at nine sixty nine sixty. You're the right man for the job. I appreciate yeah. you asking me to step up and <laughs> handle this for you. Uh, this Wild Rose thing I just read, a lot smoother than my Motley Crue announcement. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A little smoother. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know it's funny you say that. This morning yeah. I took a phone call from a friend. We were chatting, and and uh, 
I hadn't spoken yet. You know what? You know when you get when you hop in your vehicle and you're driving to work and you're listening to music or a podcast, or the radio or whatever it is you're doing. You're listening to our show, obviously. Obviously, right? And I, you I, I, I clued in after I said music, right? So yeah, thanks. Yeah, you're third on the list. Third on yeah. the list, right? Hey, you're a P one <laughs> listener. You're right in yeah. our wheelhouse yeah, here, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> come on, man. Yeah, help us out. Anyway, um, and so you haven't had a conversation with anybody. You go get your coffee and you just, I guess, I I ordered it on the app and I go pick it up and go to the office and nobody's there yet and. Sitting there, and and then I get a phone call. I'm like, oh, you know, they think they just like, yes, yeah, oh, yeah, like that. Hold <laughs> on, that 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 full phlegmy, like, like they just assume, yeah, that you were out getting banged up till four a.m. on a Monday morning or whatever, right? And, like, and you're like, mm-mm, mm-mm. and then just you know, it happens to all of us. You just want a little to get the weekend out of it? I don't exactly. think my brother's gonna appreciate me saying this, but you want a little pro tip? I would love one. You should send out your emails really early in the morning. Time them out. Like, look at Cron up at like oh, five a.m. sending emails. <laughs> it's my brother's move. Like he sleeps in. And he's like he's sending you know all what? these morning emails. Look what a go getter! And he's just sending all these emails early. You know what? That's what you do? There's people. There's lots of people that do that, and I, I, and I can appreciate that. It's the fact that nobody would believe. I would have to do a lot of explaining. Yeah, you're right. If I had to do that, right? If I, if I'd send an email out at five thirty like a hero. Have you been you to know? bed yet? People, yeah. yeah that's right. the... Oh, hey, you're just getting in, buddy. Yeah. Oh, what's the matter? Oh, yeah. You spelled the wrong. Like yeah. you know, it's five thirty morning. Oh, gonna have to get pretty early. Fool me. Oh, what cologne you use today? <laughs> yeah, rum. Right? It's like you know, listen, I don't want to have to put up. High karate. If I didn't you know, rum by Captain Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> just, what is I, that? I don't, degenerate. Mm. I don't want to put up with it. Okay, it's, it's disingenuous. Yeah. Uh, Flames lose four uh, three to the Canucks on Saturday night in Nikita Zadorov's first game. Yeah. As a uh, Vancouver Canuck, um, you get down early and the Flames are just uphill uh, the entire game. Obviously, something they talked about on the broadcast. Obviously, something that this Flames team has shown. A ton of resilience, but uh, easy, stupid question to ask. <laughs> they, they they need to start a little better. I think that's the only negative thing we've seen probably in the last dozen or so games. That, in the words of Mike Babcock, they need to start on time better. <laughs> I know. If you weren't going to say it, I was. Because yeah. I hate the game starts. So yeah, go start on time. Go start at 7 o'clock. Yeah, yeah, start on time. Like Let hour me hour. see your phone. <laughs> right? Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that's the thing. When they get down early, everybody's like, okay, yeah, that's that's kind of how this works now, right? Mm. They'll they'll battle back. It's not it's it's a game. Um, I I it was you know great shot by Hughes, but you heard Millen on on the on the commentary too. He's just like you know that's one that that Mark Shim wants to have back, right? I think it was he kind of used I think it was Osterley as a bit of a screen there, shot at far side. I honestly don't think Mark Shim was expecting him to shoot it, even though he was he was he was set for it, but he just wasn't expecting the shot to come as quickly as it did mm-hmm. um and then that's that second goal hit about it was a it was a knuckle puck from the point and it hit about 19 you know objects on the way in and then and then it pu- squirts out the side and or hits sorry hits markstrom on the pad or the rib or underneath the glove sits or, beside the post and and then you know he almost got that one nine though. times out of ten it rolls past the red line and you're out of de- out of problem you're right he almost got his hand on it too and it's, you know, almost a save. I get, I've been reminded many times, like, well, I almost got it. Well, almost isn't a save, Brent. I'm like, yeah, I get it. I, I do understand that. but <laughs> Almost isn't a save. <laughs> yeah, I was there. Yeah. But you didn't make the save. Just so you know, that's your job. And, <laughs> and so, you know, it was, uh, it's, t- it's, it's starting to get a bit frustrating to see them get down early and then having to work th- themselves back. It'd be awesome to, to see them play with the lead and have that, you know, because they have urgency now when they're behind and they don't give up. And it's awesome to see. That's, a, that's an obstacle. 
like a catch-22, right? For sure it is. Don't get down, but they also fight well to get back into the game. 100%, right? And so you're sitting there, and last season they didn't do any of this. They were down early. They were losing the game. Mm -hmm. Everybody would kind of fold. Psychologically, everybody's body language was negative on the bench. Um, This season, they're down. It's like almost like they're comfortable being down, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But having said that, uh, this team now needs to prove that if they want to be a top-tier team, they got to be able to play with the lead. They got to be able. It, it's hard when people are nipping at your heels when you're in the lead. When you're up two one, those saves that need to be because Markstrom's making saves right now to keep them in the game. Right when they're down three two, he makes that that breakaway save uh, on the on the power play in the third period where he's coming in. He makes that save to keep it a close game. He's made so many saves. Ladar even too this season where they they've been down by one goalie makes a save. Now you want to see it, and they got lots of time for it. But when they're up two one, is he making that save too? Right. The biggest difference to me in the entire game was just they weren't moving their feet in the same way they were against Colorado and Dallas. Like, they were winning every race. They were winning every battle. You know, Connor Zary wins a battle on the power play to set up the the early backlit goal. But apart from that, just didn't feel like they had their legs. And in that sense, I was impressed that they were able to hang around in that game and give themselves a chance in the third period. But watching the first 40, never really felt like they were going to do it just because if this is a team that is being outworked, I don't know if they're going to win a lot of games. For sure. Well, and they've also been told, too, how hard their stretch is, right? They've had to yes. play Dallas a bunch of times. They've played Vegas. They've played Colorado. Those games aren't hard to get up for, right? Like, you know that this is a measuring stick. They were struggling kind of going in a little bit. They they found some momentum in the third period in the first game that they played against Dallas this season where they were just starting to push and go and get going. And and every one of those games, um, they were ready for it. They knew who their opponent. I mean, they, they, they knew that Vegas was a great hockey club. So they're they're in it. You come home. You're playing against Vancouver, which is still a team, a rival team. Um, but they've had a bit of uh, uh, not a skid, but they've kind of dropped a tad. Right? Yeah. They, they weren't as hot as they were to start the season. And uh, not to say that uh, the Flames were playing to level their competition because Vancouver is still a really good team. But this is one of the games that the Calgary Flames didn't look as sharp as they had uh, over the past within when they were playing big clubs. One of the things that this team does to or can do to create energy is, you know, they've kind of fed off the kids, Connor Zary and, and Pospisil. Um, I haven't felt they've been as impactful in the last couple of games. It's a nice play by Zary on the power play. But as that has started to dip, I feel like the energy from the team has also started to dip. Now, there's things that you can do. I don't know if you mentally can just say, now we got to try harder. I don't think that that's something you can do. I think that it's got to be something that almost subconsciously kicks you in the ass and gets you going, a hit, a fight, a save something like that that really gets you going. And now that Zadorov's gone, I don't know if they're going to get that from a hit. What I'm trying to say here is, how are you going to get that energy back when the kids are starting to fade a little bit? Zadorov's not going to be throwing the big clobbering hits. Who are you going to look to to build that energy? Well, we're also getting used to them playing great, the kids playing great too. Yeah. Right? I mean, it, when they first got here, like, wow, look at this goal by Pospisil beating Sorokin. Look at Zari doing... I mean, that play by Zari on that first goal to keep that puck in the zone, like that's a that's a big league superstar NHL type move. Protect the puck, have patience, and that you can just see like plays like that give you a ton of energy. You could hear the crowd in the building too, just like wow, that was awesome, right? So we're getting used to these types of plays. So now they aren't as cool anymore either. We're ex- this is your they keep raising the bar every night. Where now it's like okay, you have a bad performance. We noticed that when mm-hmm. when they first started, it's like well, he's just new. He's like, you know he's getting his feet wet. Now it's okay. Now you got to now you got to do that every night. And that's the what we talked about this here over and over. It's the consistency. Zari's obviously going to be able to do it on my mind. He just he he works hard. Even when he's not on, he he's working. Um, you know, and Zadorov, you know, those big hits, yeah, they're cool. But 
there was a lot of energy in that building last night, even though or yeah. Saturday night, even though they didn't win the game, even though it wasn't their best performance. Mm-hmm. I was uh, over the week, uh, obviously sitting at several restaurants, just uh, catching up with several few, is several, the key word. Several, yeah. Um, and listening to the buzz the Flames are creating right now, and not just the young guys, not just the Zaris and and the Pospisils and and guys like that, but um, you know Tana Block. But you can just hear. People saying they're an exciting team to watch. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm going to the game tonight. Like, I'm, I can't wait. I got tickets to the Canucks tonight. You know, I, I cannot wait to see them play Saturday. Just the conversations of, of people about the Flames where it's not in, the, in a negative context. Mm. It's actually exciting. People want to go to the Dome and well, watch a game. It's awesome. Because they see the team actually works hard. Yeah, they try. Yeah. They're, they're, like, the, it's tangible. Yes. Like, you can see the product on the ice when they go down. They, they try like hell to get back into yes. games. Fans aren't stupid. They notice those types of things. Agreed. And, you know, Calgary's a blue-collar city. People work hard. And, and to have that, a team... Uh, it's more of a white collar. <laughs> what I've noticed. <laughs> well, well, downtown. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, downtown. Well, but, yeah, but, stop. Yeah. Okay, anyway. But uh, Edmonton. That's a blue-collar. Oh, yeah. Well I've been done. there. Well done. I've Just been there. churning butter yeah. over there. Between right? Edmonton and Calgary, you want to go white-collar, blue-collar? <laughs> been to Edmonton. How many times have you left downtown in Calgary? Uh, okay, on on my hand, point. a lot of those white collar guys have a lot of dirt under their fingernails too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How many golf courses are on side of downtown? Yeah. Launch pads out of downtown. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. So anyway, really yeah. good example. Yeah. You, just, you, you sit here, and uh, it's just it's it's great to see the positivity. And like to your point, it's it's like people are coming. People are excited about yeah. this hockey club, and yep. and and guys are right. And they just want to see some some gumption. Yep. Right. And you know, there's always something to 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 rip apart. There's things to build on. Now they're getting to a point where we know that they are they can stick with the game. They're not mentally weak. They're not just going to fall apart after they're down a goal or two. They're going to continue to battle back. And now the next step of that is playing with the lead. Uh, that is the freshly shaven uh, Brent Cron, <laughs> our Big Show Flames analyst, courtesy of our good friends at All Kind Door Services. It's the Big Show, Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960, the fan. Uh, there was money on the board for Zadorov and the Canucks. I wanted to ask you. What was the money on the board like in the American Hockey League? <laughs> you know, it was hefty. how many tens it of was, dollars were on the board? It was large. It was large. Yeah, uh, I think the you know when the boys had come down from from the show, you know they'd come down, they'd maybe drop a drop a thousand, maybe <gasps> maybe a fifteen hundo full game check. Uh, but other than that, it's like a hundred bucks, really, right? Or if it's a young kid that's you know was playing in the East Coast or it's just okay. from junior that's. Yeah. You know, coming up for his first game was like 50 bucks. Like nobody, I had no idea what money on the board was when I was my first season. And all of a sudden, guys come like, why is there money on the board? I don't understand. Where is happened. the board? Yeah, Dude, where, where? What board? What is What is, is going on is here? Is that right? free-for-all money? Yeah, Can I take right? the money now? Right, and then it just goes to the party at the end of the season or whatever, and you just put it in the fine pot, and you just go have a great time. And So it goes to the game winner? Like No. Wait. It goes into the pot at the end of the season. Why is right. it on the board? Because that's so you're accountable for it. You said if you win the game, here's two grand here's fifty thousand dollars on the board. I'm kidding. But you know, whatever. It's a five hundred ah. bucks. And then you gotta pay that out to the to the team cop party on the at team, the end. Right. Mm. And then you put it into the pot. The then, cop on the team. Yeah, right. right. The narc. Yeah, the the officer of yeah. the law. Yeah. And you give it to him. And then at the end of the year, whatever, there's some of them can get pretty pretty heavy. <laughs> but uh and you go out and have a good time. Yeah. And you okay. Have to your card. Huh. All right. And when does that party happen? Right after the end of the season? End of the season. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That must be a banger of a party then. Depends. 
you know, guys, and there's always guys you got to chase to pay too. It's like there's guys that are like, you know, oh, you know, eighteen hundred. Hey, Bob, where's the money? Oh, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. You you put it on the board here, and you know, November twenty like, first. Let's uh, like, where is it? Yeah, could you imagine like Huberto like has money on the board? It's like, bro, you make ten and a half million dollars American <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah. Can you just please give us the five grand? If you wouldn't like, mind, w- like yeah, right. It's like a fin for regular and you people. Feel, huh. It's like after a while, you don't even feel bad. Like you just you just call them out. You're just yeah. like, hey, like stop being cheap. You know what, Bob yeah. over here. Give me, he owes us five hundred dollars before we can start practice. Yeah, let's go. You think Nikita Zadorov has any outstanding money on the board? He has to pay. <laughs> I bet. He, he he strikes me as a guy that would pay his debts. Yeah, like, you might have to chase him a tad. Okay. Yeah, he strikes me as a guy who would throw money on the board like listen. almost a reckless amount of times. Yes, listen. He's those... like, this is a big game against the Philadelphia hey. Flyers tonight, boys. Hey. Thousand bucks. Listen to you guys. Those pinstripe suits aren't cheap. They're not. That the, he the, wears the double breasted too. The old fold over lock the, with, and load, and then <laughs> with with the turtleneck lock and load with the turtleneck too to hide yeah. the bolts. It's uh, <laughs> that was a good yeah, text. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, like that. that is our uh, Flames Big Show analyst, Mr. Brent Cron, uh, courtesy of our good friends at All Kind Door Services. Uh, straight ahead, more on the Flames victory. A look ahead to the Minnesota Wild. And Mr. Brent Cron, with great power comes great responsibility. Uh, you're going to be the one who picks the text for day one of our 12 Days of Christmas, courtesy of our good friends at Wild Doors Brewery. Uh, what's the one thing the Canucks will learn about Nikita Zadorov that they don't already know? 960-960, name and location to win the prize. It's all straight ahead. On, we'll tell you how we did in NFL Big Bets. Uh, Patrick Dumont, smoking hot. Big Show, Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Oh, hi there. It's The Big Show, Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960, The Fan, live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio. Um, we're going to tell you how we did in, in our big bets, our NFL big bets, brought to you by Sports Alliance. Uh, we're also giving away uh, day one of our, our uh, on-air advent calendar, Courtesy of our good friends of uh, Wild Rose Brewery. It's a 12 days of Christmas right here. Every weekday on the big show, we're giving stuff away. And Mr. Brent Cron, uh, who is our big show Flames analyst, brought to you by our good friends at All Kind Door Services Limited, um, he's going to pick today's text message to this topic because we like clever, we like funny, mm-hmm. we like jovial. Uh, what's one thing the Canucks will learn about Nikita Zadorov that they don't already know? 960, 960, name and location. There is a ton of text messages right now. Like, are you going to be you going to be very strict on this? Are you going to be the Simon Cowell of these text messages? Like, I think it'll just come to me. You know, I'm not going to put on some fake persona like you got to impress me. It's just something that just grabs me. Perhaps pulls me out of my chair, or okay, or, or has me just take a a double double take. Yeah, I look at it and then a. And then another look again. A little okay. chuckle. Wow. Oh, there's a multi-layer yeah, to this. Right. Ah, wow. Know. And then uh, I will also judge by the uh, the look on your faces mm. in here uh, how uh, how it hit you. I'm going to go ahead and close the text line then. I'm done. I'm going to okay. just enjoy them organically. Yeah. And remember to put your name and location. There's a lot of good text that you don't have attached name to it, and you can't win that way. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. You give them heck, Patrick. Damn yeah. right. Because yeah. we want to give away the prize. Because yes. I don't know what it is. Maddie doesn't know what it is. I know what it is. It'd be cool. I want it. Okay. Are you, are you the so, marshal on the uh, text line? He, no, he's the marshal of the show. Of the show. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's the general. Yeah. He's uh, the Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> yeah. Of the. Uh, 
I don't care. Sam Gerard. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Sam Samuel Gerard. Gerard. Yeah. 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 Right I didn't there. kill my wife. I don't care. <laughs> Such a good movie. It's so one good. of those movies that when it's on, that's it. You're fished in. We've talked about this yes. before. You are totally fished in when The Fugitive is on. You can't stop. It's like, hey, Fantastic. Yes, yeah, that's whenever I have a headache. <laughs> whenever I have a headache, Kron, I always reach for it. Like, that's my number one thing. Yeah. Devlin McGregor is my number one. That's awesome. Like, I'd be the Travis Kelsey of Devlin McGregor <laughs> if they actually had a... Uh, Mr. McGregor here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Devlin McGregor. It's like, we're supposed to go to my son's hockey, but hey, no, no, no. You're sitting on the couch. Fugitive's, Fugitive's on. on. Yeah. You're not going to the game. And if it's on oh. AMC, that's a three-hour oh, show. You don't oh, think yeah. you're that's going to school set. today? You know it'll help you out, that headache? <laughs> yeah. Provasic. <laughs> Provasic. Yep. Even though it's like a liver medication. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. I watched it. Yeah. Well done. And um, Okay. Um, Flames lose 4-3 to the Canucks on uh, Saturday night. Um, did you enjoy the booing of Nikita Zadorov yes. every time he touched the puck? I did. You know, I, I, I was waiting for it. Puck drop. I want to see what would happen. Yep. Um, I always like it. I, I think as a player, too. That's pretty cool. Honest, yeah, honestly, sure I, I, I'd love it. I'd want to be remembered. You know, they don't boo nobodies. Exactly right. And uh, and they and I heard BX on on the intermission so talking about how so how co- how committed they were to booing. Right. Yeah. Where he, he, when he was in Vancouver or Anaheim or wherever, he would circle back with the puck a handful of times just to see how committed Flames fans were to booing. And I thought that was pretty good. Yeah. You know, I, that's yeah. great. So I mean, you obviously made an impression on somebody, and all Zadorov did. He's just guilty of being selfish, and now he's out of here. And and, and <laughs> he's guilty of being selfish. <laughs> right. But that's a great way to put it. That's all it is, right? Like yeah. He, he, his time here in Calgary, we we enjoyed him. He was a lot of fun to talk about. And and then when the Flames boom, it's like it's kind of cool. Well, he he did say on Saturday that it's because he wasn't offered a contract extension. To be fair, yeah. Right, which is which is a fair beef to have if you're Nikita Zadorov in your representation, but just the way he went about it was the wrong way. For sure. Yeah, and like it wasn't it, subtle at all. Is it fair to think that you haven't had a contract yet when they have three other players that are better than you and you have a cap crunch coming and the team yeah. doesn't have an or, a direction but, to go? Like, But it's also a business and he has to take care of himself first and maybe he wanted to sign an extension, they just didn't want to give him an extension. Right. And that's yeah. fine. If it yeah. works that way, it's, it's You like, can't blame him for wanting, maybe he did want to stay, maybe he wanted to get paid a nice little chunk of change that that's his right as a professional hockey player yeah. to do all of that and if he's a little sour on not getting a contract extension Let him be. that's completely yes. fair and that's completely okay for him to feel that way it's just he went about it the wrong way that's the problem yeah it's a human element right he was obviously frustrated sounded yeah. like he wanted to stay came out and you know <laughs> it, it 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 didn't go very well uh, it didn't resonate very well with uh, with the fan base yeah it didn't uh, and it Certainly didn't resonate well with the, with the, his teammates, which um, they're never going to say that, right? But having said that, they boo him. Whatever, that's exciting. I did think he was taking it easy on his former teammates. You do? Yep. Who who went up to him? Greer. <laughs> and that was that was. I didn't believe that one. They've known each other for like a month too. <laughs> yeah. like, I guess. You know, it's like, I mean, I get it. You got to go out there where no no, and unlike Zadorov says, he's like, you know, no friends on the ice. But you know the. There's lots of friends on the ice nowadays. Yeah, there is. Right? There is. Okay, man, what are you doing after the game? Oh, yeah, cool. you don't it's, go and interrupt after hours twice <laughs> unless you're friends with them and you want a little bit of screen time. Right. But mostly because you're friends with them. Right. Definitely so, not just the screen time. That's what not what he was thinking about. Not in at that all. suit, in that hat, that's yeah, not what he was not thinking at about. All. No, just lingering definitely. around in the back. Yeah, He's definitely. Like, oh, yeah, taking fake phone He calls barely didn't even oh, notice yeah. the cameras, <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, Michael, you're on TV on Hockey Night. It's crazy. But that's definitely changed. In the NHL. We've seen it in the NBA for years, like dudes all being super friendly on the court. But yeah. I remember watching 
you know, hockey in like the 80s and the 90s, and it was not like that. There was no friends on the ice. I just feel like that's softened a lot in the league lately. Oh, for sure. It's it's been ongoing with the, you know, taking fighting out of the game and and, and all that kind of stuff too. I mean, it's, there's a lot of, uh, uh, you just I I, I play, started playing the Western Hockey League when there were still uh, separate warm-ups. I was on the tail end of that, and um, and I didn't know anything about it. I was like, this is kind of kind of cool. Why do we do this? Oh, so we just don't beat the wheels off of the other team or get <laughs> Before the wheels the beat, or the wheels getting beaten yeah. off us, right? Um, and there there is not that hatred now. It's like you know, make them pay on the power play and don't take a stupid penalty. And you know, I my son and I we watched that show uh, Unrivaled. That uh, between the the Red Wings and the Avalanche, oh, great. so great, and you just get chills. Just can you imagine the energy in both those buildings when you got you know they it's circled on the calendar and you get police escorts to <laughs> Detroit and you're getting like threats coming into the hotel, oh, yeah. <laughs> and that's like I'm getting goosebumps talking Darren about McCarty, it. McCarty, public enemy number one in Denver, right? Yeah. right. Or I mean, Claude Lemieux you get in the Detroit. Old, <laughs> the, you get the old Flames. Oilers rival. You yeah. watch some when, during COVID when they had all those uh, uh, those old classic vintage games. classic yeah. games yeah. on there, and McSorley just spearing guys right in the <laughs> yep. belly button, and you know whatever, just having a <laughs> you know, like there was such a hatred. And you yep. talk to the guys now; it takes a little bit of time for that to go oh, away. Yeah. And now it's my my favorite Darren McCarty story was uh, he had to get stitches on his forehead, and they did it so tight that he got concussions from his <laughs> stitches. So they had to like loosen Seriously? it up and redo it. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine you're that tough that you're getting headaches from your stitches <laughs> and you continue to play? Like that's just nuts. Um, wanted to wanted to read one thing that uh, John Tortorella said over the weekend on the Spit and Chicklets podcast. We have I the audio get... if you want. Okay. Oh, yeah. oh Spit and Chicklets podcast. Yeah. Uh, he said this um, on the. Uh, oh no, it was it on NBC. Maybe the the hitting thing. Do you have the audio of it? Anyway, yeah. I'm just going to tell you the quote. This is what John Tortorella said on a Hathaway's game misconduct hit for hitting Luke Hughes. Uh, we've kind of tried to turn this league into a no-hit league. Now, people aren't ready to be hit. I think it's a lost start in how uh, you take hits. I don't think he's wrong because some of these uh, instances where guys are getting hit, it's also your duty as a player to protect, protect yourself. yourself. Yeah. Obviously, a dirty hit sometimes is a dirty hit. But now we're seeing in the league where guys, when they turn around right away, they're hitting them and waiting to be hit. Now that the onus is on the guy getting hit now to protect yourself a little bit. I don't think he's wrong with this quote. He's 100% right. And and you always you see that reverse hit they talk about now too where guys Yeah, the reverse wait, hit. Could yeah, special. Where they wait oh, no. and then they kind of <laughs> right. So yeah. so even as kids, I remember playing minor hockey in Winkler, Manitoba and you were always told, you know, you're not standing uh, uh you know 2 feet away from the boards with your head down trying to dig for the puck cuz somebody's coming. That's a boarding penalty. Yep. You can get hurt. But that's almost on you. It does happen, and if guys are taking runs at you, that's not your fault. But you got to put yourself in a position too to absorb a hit, to make a play. And guys, you see it in the National mm-hmm. Hockey League level. Guys just not expecting to get hit, yeah. and then they do. And they're and you know what? It's like you know you're you're playing street hockey, and you know you're going to go run somebody that's unsuspecting over. It's like they explode. Mm-hmm. And now, can you imagine doing that with speed on the ice? As fast as the game is, yeah, there's tons of guys that aren't expecting to get hit, and when they do, it's like their neck snaps back and their gloves go well, flying like off. And... You have a choice to wear a seatbelt. Yes. it's your choice whether to wear it, and I'll protect you. So yeah, you want to not leave that gap between the board and, and your and the rest of that. that that's a lot of ice that For can sure hit your is. head. I think it's incredible people don't still wear seatbelts. But yeah. um, what I wanted to ask you is: is this an instance where kids need to hit younger because they move the hitting age up? So now kids are learning how to yeah. hit later in life. Maybe move it back a little bit. Does that matter? Or we're heading to a, a, a an instance where 
there isn't going to be that much hitting anymore in the National Hockey League. I think that's that's where the National Hockey League wants it to go. But it's also but, crazy that come playoff time, it's a completely because, different game. And guys are just throwing their bodies at dudes all over the place. But come regular season, hitting is down. I know, right? And you're, that's, a, that's a great point. And if you move the hitting back down, there, especially at those ages, you know, 12, 13, 14, even 11, there's such a size difference amongst yeah. kids, right? So some there could be a monster kid playing against the same age 12-year-old, and you're like, mm. oh, wow, like what's going on here, right? Yeah. I remember my last five years playing minor hockey. We played against a dude who was like 6'4". For all five of those years, I played <laughs> against him every year, same division, and he was literally head and shoulders taller than everybody on our team every single year, and he didn't grow an inch. He had just grown before everybody. He would destroy us every game. He would shoot slap shots from the red line and score on them because he was like a fully grown man, <laughs> yeah. and so, we were children. So his pituitary gland was better than yours. <laughs> it was, yeah. yeah. Uh, needless to say, yeah, yeah. that or he game. was juicing. I could never get a blood test from him, <laughs> yeah. but whatever. He was shaving. Yeah. He, was a cop. Well, he, he was like that Cuban pitcher who was like twenty six, playing pitching in the Little League World oh, Series. Yeah, yeah. like bench warmers. He's got yeah. the pencil I'm crayon. Yeah. yeah, I'm fourteen. I am fourteen. <laughs> Here's my birth certificate that's written on a napkin. <laughs> yeah. I played with a guy, his name's Jared Carley, with the Calgary Hitman. I played against him when he was 12 in a triple-A a tournament. I uh, can't remember. We were 12 years old in, Minis- in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And he was on the ice taking warm-up with a handlebar mustache <laughs> and, and, and taking slap shots that were basically blowing the net off the, the, the yeah. pegs, right? And we're, it was, he was on Team Alberta, and I was like, you know, Westman Selects or something. Mm-hmm. I, he'd come across in between the red line and blue line, and you I think his dad... Or we just yell, shoot it, <laughs> oh, shoot God. it, and he's ball. I mean, he couldn't hit the net to save his life, but he. Uh, I remember him blowing my shoulders up when I was a kid, and then I got to play on the same team with him, and he looked the exact same from when he was twelve to when he was seventeen. It was it scared me. Yeah, I had still a high pitched look. Hi, hey, nice. oh, hey, I'm just here to play hockey. Oh my so goodness! Wow. Get out of the way! Get out of the. <laughs> I'm gonna be in the show one day, kid. Yeah. yeah. But uh, you're 100 percent right. Ate you for breakfast. Uh, thank you. you uh, thank you again. Uh, again, what makes hockey great is the physicality. Yes. And yeah. I'm not saying go out there and just like. Well, again, we we don't see a Scott Stevens anymore. No. We don't see a Chris Pronger really anymore in the NHL. And I think it does add to the product when there's a lot more physicality. But again, the the game is so fast now, and it's so predicated on skill yeah. that that is a lost art. That's why guys like. Truba and Kachuk and Tom Wilson are such unicorns Tom in today's Wilson. game yeah. that uh, those guys are sought after now. If you're if you're a minor league, if if you're an AHLer and you really want to make an impact, like how many guys are coming up who just throw crushing body checks? But that would be a, a valuable commodity in today's game. No, it gets you too far out of place. The game is so fast nowadays yeah. that if you're going around trying to run guys, but it's an art. Like Truba's a guy who blows up guys and he picks his spot. True, but the, there's it's a valuable. Reason, yeah, but there's a reason those guys are in the AHL doing that yeah. because they can't well, keep I'm up if to you're the a modern young player, player in like the on, NHL. You know, a prospect or you want to make a big impact. I guess, but like even when Zary was in the AHL, he wasn't doing anything like that. There aren't really like even you watch Adam Klapka down there and he's a physical player, but he doesn't play out of his mind to try it. Like the dude is six eight. And half of his game is skill because that's where the NHL well, is going. And okay, big but, guys can play now. But here's an example of a guy. He wants to be a skill player first, but maybe can add some physicality to his game. Rajitska should be that guy. Well, that's, add a little bit of physicality. I know, like, the, but that's the frustrating thing. A big dude like that can throw his body, use his size. You know, just a little more physicality. You're adding a lot more to what you are because 
If that guy's not scoring, what impact does he have on the game? Well, and there was always this, the school of thoughts always there. If you're a big guy, you have you should be physical. You just you're big. You take up a lot of space. You can manhandle people. Can't, you can't teach size. You can't teach size. Right. But there's so many guys that wouldn't even get a look just because they're softer players. They're they're perimeter players. They're not going to destroy you. And you see a guy coming in at six foot five. That's going to come. You just assume that he's a crusher. And 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 he's not. And to your point with hitting, right? There's you see how many guys cut to the middle now. It's like that oh, was that time. was just a hard no. It's like you're, if you, when you have the puck, right? Uh, and and suicide passes. You know, guys looking behind them because the pass is coming. Yep. They don't like all that stuff is gone because, like you said, to your point, the game is so fast that you do try to you know you're, you're taking yourself out of the play to make a hit. But you know, years ago, you just knew guys that were just going to come crush you, and there was support on the ice. Like we know that when Fanuf was playing with Hammerlick in 04, <sighs> that if you had your head down anywhere on the ice, Fanuf was coming from the opposite end to run you over, and there was support coming back to fill that hole yeah. because that put you out of the game. Now, it's it just everything is just, it's it's not robotic, well, but it's it's just, it's so fast. And that's the one sneaky thing that Scott Niedermeyer is the one who angled everybody into Scott Stevens. He was the guy who helped <laughs> oh, Stevens man. just destroy guys. But again, you watch some of those hits, you're like, it's entertaining. For sure. Not so much for guys like Ron Francis, who had the Bambi legs trying to get to the bench and it looked awful because yeah. you know he's suffered some sort of head Eric injury. Lindros. Eric Lindros, Paul Correa, like all of those hits, <laughs> such bone-crushing hits. But again, it just adds to the entertainment of the product. But again, it it is kind of a, a lost art. That Luke Hughes hit, that's that's partly on him. Protect yeah. yourself a little bit. That's it is. A, that's an icing call. That's an egregious well, hit. That should not be in the game. That's an icing call. Well, Tom Wilson did one too behind the net. That's a Tom Wilson special too, where he hits. I agree. You should like com- you should protect yourself. Yeah. But that's a whistle that should be blown. He sure. doesn't need to protect himself there. But I'm saying in general, guys need to do a better job, especially younger players, of uh, keeping your head up. Well, putting yourself in position where you you know what's coming too, right? And yeah. I I honestly think too that uh, that they should get rid of the trapezoid mm. by now because. Back when you had goalies that could play the puck out there, they were they would try to limit all that stuff. Yeah, and there would be a ton more mistakes. It's entertaining, but your D men get run consistently back there. You can't go back and get the puck, yeah. right? And and there's a lot of board battles that could be like I me. Mean, Markstrom can play every every goalie now. It's a requirement to play in the national. The Marmbrodur rule. Right. That's essentially what it was. Rick DiPietro. I mean, guys like that that could just rip. Around. What What did you say about Rick DiPietro at the draft? <laughs> I brought that up. Do oh, we yeah. have that clip? <laughs> That's why I said it about Rick DiPietro. <laughs> <laughs> he can handle the buck, but can he stop? But can he stop? Takes his goaltending thing yeah. very personally. He looked down at DP after and said, "Hey, I hear this guy can play the puck, but can he stop?" Yeah, that's just- <laughs> <laughs> you didn't certainly lack confidence as an eighteen-year-old. It was more ignorance than confidence. I yeah, think. I, I love just, that clip. It was so good. Um, I can't, like I said, I don't even remember saying it, but yeah. it's it's right there. Yeah. So suck on that one. You right. definitely said it. <laughs> yeah. Um, that is uh, our man, uh, Mr. Brent Cron, our Big Show Flames analyst, courtesy of our good friends. At all kind, Door Services Limited. Uh, there's a couple things we want to do. Our big bets, we'll do that before we say goodbye. But first, uh, it is day one of our Wild Rose Brewery, 12 days of Christmas. Every weekday between now and December 19th, myself and Maddie will open the virtual advent calendar on air. It's very simple. You text in 960-960 to our topic of the day, and if we pick your text, you win. It's that simple. Today's question, what's one thing the Canucks will learn about Nikita Zadorov? That they don't already know. 960, 960, name and location. Our Sportsnet 960, the fan text reading robot, of course, is Texty McTexterson, the number one personality on the radio station. He will join us right now. And then Brent Cron, are you going to write these down? Oh, I got to find, a- find a pen. I'm going to actually steal a, a 
Here, Maddie's, here, Maddie's day here you, right on my Motley Crue announcement. <laughs> that thing deserves to be in the garbage after I mishandled that thing so poorly. Um, you ready? And don't you dare touch my day planner. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Let's do this. All right. Uh, oh, texty. Mike in Calgary, they will learn he will throw you under the bus. Oh, jeez. <laughs> that's to the point. Don't trust him. <laughs> yeah. Good. All right, Mike. Uh, that's a very uh, dark way to start off our week. Does that one have enough double meanings for you? <laughs> Was there three letter, three words in that yeah. one? Or yeah. He, he'll just throw you under the bus. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. All right. Nice positive yeah. start to well a done. Monday. Yeah. Mike woke up with a smile on his face he today. Did. Yeah. He's like, oh, he'll just throw you under the bus. All right. <laughs> I don't think he's too happy with Nikita Zadorov <laughs> no. and how he ch- handled his trade request. No. Ryan in Airdrie. Nikita is so strong that when he gets in the car, he rips Zador off. He rips what off? Zador off. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, that was a tough one for yeah. Texty to do. Yeah, he rips Zador off. Bad pun. That's not bad. I that, like that, bad I, puns. I, I do. I, I think that, that's a bad. <laughs> thing. Yeah, bro, it is. That deserved the bad. Totally it's, a it's, it's a dad joke, and yeah. uh, I love I, dad I'm joke. partial. Okay. One hit Mike. wonder. <laughs> <laughs> you want a good dad joke? You can tell your kids. Yeah. What do you call a cow lying down? What? Ground beef. Oh, I've heard oh, that yeah, I, yeah. I should have known better. I don't normally fall for dad jokes. Was, I, can, I hey. come up with the answer. Zing. <laughs> Mike and Innisfail. The Canucks are going to learn the next time they're in Toronto via his social media that he wants to trade. <laughs> That's what they don't know. Okay. Oh. <laughs> All right. I think they've already been in Toronto. Yeah, I think they have been, (laughs) but I get what he's saying. Yeah. All right. Next. Ian in Airdrie, Canucks may not know that Nikita Tsadarov is really good at flipping and lighting police cars on fire (laughs) after a playoff series loss. Should come in handy. Okay. Oh. Wow. Wow, I like that. Wow, Canucks are going to be a playoff team. (laughs) One deep enough to cause a riot. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) that'd be great. Is there anything better than that couple making out on the road in the Uh, chaos that was the Vancouver Game 7? That's such an incredible photo. They married? Like, why? Why, Vancouver? Why did you have to do that? Why? Like, I expect that from Montreal, <laughs> but not you. Crime is fun. Okay, yeah, all right. Dan in Calgary, he hates track suits, only mobster suits. <laughs> <laughs> oh! Hey, oh. Not Got even him. like a Kappa tracksuit? <laughs> no, not a squatting. <laughs> not even one of those? <laughs> he, did have, he did have a pinstripe suit on on Saturday night on uh, After Hours. I did oh, see that. With did you notice it? Yeah, I did. On which oh, viewing? because he was... <laughs> what? Because and he was interrupting everything? And it was oh, funny. Shit. Like I just kept looking at all the people I knew in the background. Like I saw Wes Gilbertson back there. I know there. That guy. See me? I saw um, Ryan Leslie was back there. Okay. No, I didn't see you. Oh, it oh. was only like four of us, but that's okay. Okay. It's fine. Uh, and right then, like, then they put the black curtain there so, yeah. the, like guys so the captain can have the privacy. Yep. Frank in Springbank. Satterov sits down to pee. <laughs> Get him. That's a classic joke. Get him. Hey, That's listen. A classic joke. That is a long distance. From there down to the bowl, yeah. there's a lot of Maybe mo- he's got short legs. A lot of room for error. He does not, he he does not have short, short legs. legs. <laughs> <laughs> I have he's... a friend who's got a very long torso and very short legs. Yeah. Pull, is it George? He's, yeah, is he, it me? He's, he's my size or a bit bigger. He's going to pull his pull his seat up to the have you not met, wow. Have you not met me? Have you seen how short my legs are? I've checked your legs out. Teeny tiny close. femurs. Yeah, yeah, look how small my femur is. Look, look at, at that thing. That's a, 
Yeah, like, like it's a five-year-old's it's like, leg. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like when they were handing out femurs, I yeah. slept in. You're like Deadpool. Like, look at it. Yeah. I'm not a short dude. Hey, no. Toronto, we well, need cameras look at this. in here. You're a little below average. We need average. cameras. I'm not below You're average. You're a little below average, George. I'm not. You're a little short. No, I'm not a little You're short. A little Big little boy. short. No. You're the average is like 5'8". Average Canadian's 5'8". Oh. Yeah, oh, okay. I'm taller than 5'8". Well, you're not. Mm, yeah, I'm 5'10". You're kind of short. I know, but I'm, again, I'm not. It's fine. Yeah. 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 Or 5'9 is male height. Yeah, I'm taller than 5'9". So oh, you go, sure. Above yeah. Average. yeah, I I believe you. 100%. Okay. Definitely believe right. you. No, Cron. No, Cron. I'm not oh, as tall as Cron. No, Bender. <laughs> no, no Bender. That's all right. No, Matt Rose. But uh, tell people tall. die quicker. Go ahead. Like <laughs> Morning, fellas. Jeff in Canyon Meadows. What the Canucks will realize with Sadarov is that he's more like an oil drilling truck. Big, slow, and expensive, but when it gets going, it's tough to stop, but has potential for a big upside in your investment. Oh, wow. That's a very, very well thought that's out. That's right up your that's, alley. Yeah. It is right up That sounds alley. like a solution. You, you sound would a, sell. You sound yeah. a Zadorov rig? Yeah, yeah. You know hey. what? Zadorov <laughs> Energy Services. Is that an accurate <laughs> depiction of a, a rig machine? A well, rig truck? He's talking about his truck. Yeah. yeah. Hey, have you guys ever met a seven foot 75 year old? <laughs> <laughs> no. No, I haven't. No, no. yeah. They're dead. Yeah. Whoa. Kareem Abdul Jabbar's not dead. Okay. Wait. No, he's not. Brian in Calgary. He's at the game. Sadarov has a face scar from every team he has been traded from. <laughs> They just okay. caught him every time they trade. <laughs> okay. Uh, a face scar? Yeah. Wow, this is a tough one today. Yeah. Which one do you like the best so far? It's three more. It's three more. I'm not going to give away anything. Oh, all right. Okay. okay, okay. Don't play your hand yet. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that means you guys better pick your socks up. This yeah. isn't good enough. Yeah. <laughs> Brian in Calgary. Sadarov has a face scar from every team nope, he has been traded. Sorry, two more. Okay. All right. Scott in Calgary. The tightest part of his game is his pregame suit. That's okay. a fact. <laughs> it's not bad. That is a bona fide okay. fact. It's clever. And the last one. Brent in Calgary. Nikita Tsadarov is on drugs and has another job. <laughs> the drug Prevazic. The job Devlin McGregor. Yes. Prevazic. Yes. Yes. He does look like a Russian villain. Just leave it this. A... Just, just out of context. Nikita Tsadarov is on drugs and has another job. Out of context, just leave yeah, it at that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't want to cast aspersions. This is living quite the double uh, life. Mark and Red Deer, his feet stink. Okay. <laughs> nice. All right. Get him. Maybe. Yeah. Give that man the prize. Uh, um, Stafford and Bones, uh, he is the illegitimate son of Ivan Drago from Rocky IV. Oh. Yeah, I well. must break you. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Nikita loves Nikita from Cody and Mackenzie Lake. The show Nikita, remember that on La CTV? Femme Nikita. Yeah. La Femme Nikita. I think yeah. he meant himself. <laughs> um, what do you think? Oh man, you know what? I don't want this job, but uh, <laughs> it's probably why I have it, right? Because I, yeah, I can handle it. I'm I got glad you want I one to, you want to rehear one? No, I, no, I got it. I got the, the whole one today. Out of all of them. Was the door off? Ripping the Zador off. Oh, you're going that with way. The, with the dad joke. Yep. Mike in Calgary. They will learn he will throw you <laughs> under oh, the bus. What was that, Ryan? Uh, yeah, it was Ryan. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ryan in Airdrie. Nikita is so strong that when he gets in the car, he rips Zador off. <laughs> Zador off. Yay! Congratulations yeah, yeah. to Ryan. You won day one <laughs> of our uh, 12 days of Christmas, courtesy of our good friends. At Wild Rose Brewery, are you ready to open the on-air advent calendar? I cannot. And wait. this is and this is you pick this prize out for Ryan in Calgary. Perfect. All right, hit it's it, a good GVP. Prize. 
It's a Wild Rose Brewery snapback hat. Nice. Oh, a snapback cap. What is that? It's a hat. What do you mean? What is snapback? It's that's like, the one with the buckle it's on got the, the back clips. here. Oh, that's, Rather that's than like a, just like a. Okay. So the yeah. other choice would be a fitted, which oh. has a, a size that is fitted, and you would pick a, 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 a diameter of your skull. Circumference of your cranium. Yeah. 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 This will help big heads. Yeah. Yeah. What? Right. Well, you know, diameter, circumference, yeah, I snap back. I've radius. Snap back since I was eight. Uh, Wild Rose Brewery has been serving up premium craft beer to Albertans since 1996. Whether you're looking for a finely tuned craft lager or robust porter, they've got something for everyone. Find them around Alberta at their tap room in the Curry Barracks. All right. Tomorrow we'll do a four pack of the, uh, oh, what's it called? The Hazy Shade. Look over at the you. Weekend. Mm. Uh, you love your craft beer. Picked it up. Delete. Um, Gone. Tomorrow we'll do day two of our 12 days of Christmas, courtesy of our good friends. Day, day two? At Wild Rose uh, Brewery. Another good prize. Okay. Really? Right. Really excited about that. Another really? Good prize. Uh, before we say goodbye. <laughs> I wonder how many times Patrick's going to say that. <laughs> I like it. Uh, let's do our NFL Big Bets brought to you by Sports Select. <laughs> Prove your sports IQ and claim the title with Sports Select Pools. Make your picks at sportselect.com. Must be 18 plus. Please play responsibly. Uh, Producer Patrick, absolute heater uh, this week. He went five and one. Myself and Maddie, three and three. The standings, Matt, 48, 27 and three. Absolutely scorching. Patrick, 39, 35 and two. And I'm I'm in the rear, 35, 41 and two. I'm actually glad that I'm in last place because this is our bet, Cron. Uh, The loser has to have a roast of him. Oh, at nice. the end of the season. Yeah. So I want guests to come on and roast me because right. I think it would be good because I'm the best one to roast because I don't want to roast Patrick because I absolutely like him. Right. And Maddie's skin is way too thin to get roasted. Right. <laughs> so I definitely I definitely want to get roasted because right. I think it will be good for that. the show. And, and the spotlight's on you too, right? Yeah. Like, no, no, no. I just I, yeah. I think it would be hilarious if they come on and just crush me. And I think it would be great radio. It would be good. Yeah. And then you should go someplace afterward to... to uh, Cry myself to sleep? Lick your wounds? No, it'll be fine. Yeah. We should, um, do, we should do this roast at, at an establishment. An establishment. We should. <laughs> we should. Uh, you're back uh, Wednesday with us. Wednesday and Friday. Uh, yes. To break down... Uh, oh, you're not here Friday, are you? No. No. Oh, Where okay. Kicking horse. You can go kick a horse. Yeah, you're going to go... You want to go skiing? Well, I'm going to go delete a ton of beers. Good for you. Because uh, we got to play Flames Hot Seat. Because apparently Maddie has some stuff that is so ridiculously oh, spicy. Hot. And I'm co-hosting I'm that. Look, real look at your seat. face. Wait, you're doing a hot seat without me? No, no. no. I'm saying do you oh, want yeah. to do, we can do it maybe Wednesday. Sure. All right. I'm in. Hot seat Wednesday. Wings Wednesday. What uh, do you think? Once again, a day I play hockey. This would be great. <laughs> yeah, let me hook up the wings. You're playing a lot of hockey lately. I got to hey? get myself in. You're such an Somebody invited you to play hockey today. Sorry? On, on the, the text, text line. line. So I'm playing hockey at 445 for a buddy oh, of mine. Oh, I'm going to ask you on air. Free pizza, though. You know, yeah, I'm going to put you on the spot <laughs> on air. Uh, guys on my ball hockey team are yeah. like, can you get Kron to come play net with us? You absolutely cannot. I know. I'm like, yeah. he, he'll say no. Yeah, right away. Ball hockey's bad on the knees. Oh, God, yeah. No sliding. Yeah, none. Zero. Yeah, but you're a giant human being. You can block a lot of the... I don't play that way, though. You know? <laughs> I play you're, one you're acrobatic. Way. Yeah. I play one way. I'm like a yeah. spider monkey. You're very athletic. I am. Jonathan Quick. Yeah. Yeah-esque. Yeah. Yeah. Very much so. Every yeah. time I see him, I'm like, is that John? No. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was John. Uh, that's our pal Brent Cron, our Flames analyst for the big show, brought to you by All Kind Door Services Limited, your one stop shop when it comes to fixing doors at your building, your office, or your home. And in that swing, slides, or rolls, call All Kind Door Services for all your door repair needs. What do you got coming up in Mucho Big Show? I got to take off, but GVP's going to have a guess. Oh! What do you uh, got, GVP? 
Uh, going to be talking to a Zom. Uh, Hitman uh, had the teddy bar, teddy bear toss yesterday. Gonna the check excuse me, the, the teddy bear toss. Oh, okay. I thought you said something else there for a second. <laughs> oh, I, I, yeah, no. It sounded like yeah, it. Yeah, I did a little bit. Yeah, I like those establishments. All right, uh, have a great uh, Monday. <laughs> it no day. <laughs> Your mic's on. It's nine o'clock. Sorry, I thought I turned don't my mic off. Don't say that. No, <laughs> don't say bad. that. <laughs> That's my bad. That Jeez. one's on me. Oopsie. <laughs> you have Patrick busting out I a know. BS earlier on the show. <laughs> and now you saying that at really nine? hates the Eagles. God, you guys are gonna get your hands slapped by nobody. All right, we'll talk to you. Uh, we'll talk to you Wednesday. Have a terrific Monday. Bye. Bye. Sit, Ubu. Sit. Good dog.